Welcome to Dawn Day Tales. It's time for episode nine. It's me, Justin, and I'm joined once again by my esteemed co-host, the Raggers of Rexdales, the Banterers of Barhead, Donnie, Babe, and Cote. As always, we have our fearless executive producer, Dizzy Patterson, manning the booth and sampling his apartment's finest barley beverages. If I've done my math correctly, by the time this episode hits the airwaves, it'll be the week of our Dom Day golf event at Georgetown Golf and Country Club. While this event is sure to be a ton of fun, it is also the perfect segue for a memory that Wendy Coates sent to us via our fan mail mailbag. She remembers this from one of her early trips with the Dom Day guys to Buffalo. Wendy recounts that during the trip, Senior Coates purchased a brand new set of golf clubs and the part of the deal was a sandwich was thrown in. Upon hearing the great news with the group, Trish Hawkins excitedly responded, what a great store. You buy a golf club and they give you a sandwich for free. Truthfully, Trish, if you've seen half of the Dom Days, Dom Day guys swinging a golf club, a ham and Swiss on rye would be probably more useful anyways. Don't, don't forget, guys, that our mailbox is open, so please feel free to share some of your Dom Day memories with us and we'll be sure to share them with the group. Tonight's episode is a big one. We're on to Dom Day 7, 1984, a year in which maybe one of Dom Day's biggest con- controversies occurred, Black Sunday. In, a, in an attempt to make sure that our episode tonight was both fair and balanced, we did reach out to Bobby Brandt to be our guest. Unfortunately, we got a firm and swift no from, the, from Bobby. Gentlemen, thoughts on this? Do you want to poke the bear? He's a baby. Christ. I, I remember it vividly. He's just still a fr- he, he doesn't he does not know that Mrs. Patterson passed away. How many years ago did your mom die, Dave? Babe? A long time ago, but she <laughs> yeah. still doesn't like him. No, exactly. I, re- I remember at your place on that Saturday night and Mark chugged one of Texas 40 pounders right there when when the actual score came down. She was hostile and Bobby <laughs> yeah. is still shit in his pants to this day in case Mrs. P might have crawled back out from under the dirt. And Tex, Tex is still looking for his Lambs Navy rum, too. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. So while we didn't get Bobby Brandt on today's episode, um, we did find a fantastic guest for today. Let me introduce. He is the winner of nine Dom Day titles. He won the 2014 Eddie Milton Award. He's a member of the inaugural Dom Day Hall of Fame class in Dom Day 35. He was on that Dom Day 7 Boys Championship team, but we won't hold that against him. He's a fan favorite, a Dom Day legend. Please welcome to the show, Howie Rennick. How do, how do, how do. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Great, great to see you, Howard. Good to see you guys. How's everything going? Excellent. Glad you were Wonderful. able to rent a computer for tonight. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Howard. Just kidding. I know I haven't seen you in a while, but all right, yeah, Howie. I, I got I got some I questions be... for you. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna ask you some questions. Um, Howie, when was your first Dom Day that you played in? 1978. So you were a Dom Day winner. I was a Dom Day winner, buddy. Yeah. yeah. How? So, what was your connection to the original one? Were you uh, part of the uh, pickup pickup Dom Day or pickup baseball games back in the day? Yeah. 
On occasion, when uh, I wasn't playing ball myself or playing lacrosse, uh, would always pop over to the park and uh, get involved in a game or two. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And so uh, one one of the things, Howie, I guess for me that you know it took me a while. We've we've been friends for a long time, but. I didn't know your name was actually Steve uh, for at least a few years after uh, we were hanging out. Um, and I actually remember one time early, early in, into our friendship, you recommended me to go to uh, a car dealership or a car uh, mechanic. And uh, you said, oh, yeah, I know the guy pretty well. So I get in there and I say, hey, my friend Howie uh, recommended me to come here. And I get there and the guy's like, I have no clue who the heck this Howie guy is talking. And I say, Howie. Uh, multiple times. And and for those of you guys who have never been to this place, Radtech on, on near Kipling and Rexdale. No, I there haven't is been a, there. Yeah, I no. Yeah. There's actually a picture of Howie on the wall there. And I'm standing ah. there and I go, hey, Howie, he's right there on your wall. And he goes, Howie, who the fuck's Howie? That's Steve. Anyways, Howie, <laughs> <laughs> my question for you is That's how probably the, the name... place they're looking for the flags, eh, Donnie? Yeah. yeah. Same yeah, spot. Yeah. Same spot. yeah, that's why you haven't been there. Well, you have. You were there after hours. Sorry. Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> no. So my question is, Steve, Howie, whatever you go by, where'd the name Howie come from? Babe? Well, yeah. want to fill him in for a quick second? Yeah. So... Back in the day, and you young fellers might not remember, Howie Meeker. Howie Meeker was uh, one, once a great hockey player, but then he was an analyst on all the games for on Saturday night. So he had the teleprompter, and he would circle stuff, and he'd tell guys, you know, what they did wrong and how they did it. And so when we, were, we had the backyard rink at 25 Barhead, Howie was – we were always playing, and Howie would always critique – guys and tell them what they've done wrong and he'd be giving an example of you know things that maybe you did wrong in this particular game or situation so we called him we started off calling him uh how we we called him steven uh meeker and then it became that, that's that's ha- howie, boring yeah and <laughs> then it became howie reneker and then it just became howie and yep. that was probably when we were nine, nine years old, maybe eight years old. And yep. it has stuck ever since. And, you know, that's I the think way your brother Casey was actually the, uh, the uh, name maker. All, all yeah, I, I believe he was right there with it. Yeah. <laughs> lots of examples, yeah, yeah. lots so, of examples, certainly of, of people not knowing your name. Remember when you got your high school jacket and people were like, yeah, yeah. How do you got the wrong fucking jacket? Says Steve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? I worked that, at Steve. I worked at Sears for eight years, and and lots of guys that I worked with for all those years, they never knew my name was Steve. They always called me Howie, and that was it, right? So. Yeah. 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 Even oh, my boss funny. called me Howie. So, that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's so, the story behind that. So Howie. Howie's Howie becomes Howie's Hawks, uh, which is for those of uh, who might not know, is is Howie's Dom Day team. Um, where did the name the Hawks come from? It just sounded good with Howie in front of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then they wouldn't allow me to have my first name along with Hawks, so we just called them the Hawks. But it was always Howie's Hawks. But yeah, just became the Hawks. That was and, uh, that, that was. I had back. some glorious. I had some glorious uniforms over the years that I oh, that I had my terrible. team. I, I must say, the um, the heat box Houston Astros uniforms were always nice. One hundred percent polyester. They were beautiful uniforms. 
Yeah, everybody enjoyed having a furnace to wear around with them. Those things yeah. were brutal, Howard. Brutal. They, <laughs> they were 150 percent polyester nipple rippers. Yeah. As I what yeah. what year was your first team, Howie? Uh, maybe 1985, 86, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I was uh, part of Bobby's crew for quite a few years during the early years. Yeah. yeah, he loved you for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> thought, he thought because Mrs. I was the, loved you that it would take the heat off of him. Didn't work. Yeah, yeah. The, the ambassador sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it didn't work. Nope. So that's fantastic. Okay, Howie. So we're going to take you back. So we haven't aired this episode yet, but when when um, when you do see it, last time we had last week we had Buff and Rem on, and we spent some time talking about Clarkson. And of course, your name came up multiple times. Um, people were you know concerned about the amount of classes you were going to when uh, you know you were supposed to be at Clarkson. Um, tell us a bit about your experiences at Clarkson. Uh, well. <laughs> I spent quite a few weekends going down there to to watch hockey games when Babe was playing there, and uh, got along with all of his roomies and and uh, it was always a great time, always a great time. the The atmosphere in the rink was just phenomenal, a packed house every single home game, and uh, yeah, there was always a uh, good old fashioned uh, pub crawl after games usually. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I heard I heard one, Howie on one of those. Yeah, I was going to say one of those pub crawls. Um, you might have gotten overserved, uh, and you were trying to find your way back to the hotel. Nineteen. Want to tell us about that? Yeah, it was. I think it was. I can't remember if it was my twenty-first birthday. We were down there, and anyways, uh, a few guys were buying me um, different cocktails, and. Um, yeah, I sort of closed the place with the bartender and he eventually got sick of me and kicked me out. And I was the only one there. So I didn't have a ride back to uh, Hotel 19. So I decided I was going to walk. Well, unfortunately, that walk turned into a little bit of a session of me falling asleep <laughs> on, where, on the bridge. Where? On, the, <laughs> on, on, on the bridge that goes from... The, the downtown area of Potsdam to where the where Clarkson College residents were over the Potsdam uh, River. Is that what it was called? The mm. river? I could remember the river name. Anyways, uh, I was fortunate enough that after probably being there for maybe an hour or two, um, the bartender from another bar that uh, the hockey team used to go to, the boiler room, uh, recognized me. <laughs> <laughs> What, while shock. you were asleep? What a freaking well, shock. I, I guess I was lying on my side. And he just noticed my face. And he, so he stopped and he picked me up and he drove me back to Hotel 19. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was about the only time I ever ran into that uh, kind, of a, kind of a situation where there was no one else to be found except for me in the bar by myself. But uh, no, no. All is, all is good. We're still here alive and kicking and telling the story today. Yeah. But how, no, that's Howie, Howie, you rebounded yeah. that night. You rebounded. When you got back to the hotel, you got right back into her. 
probably yeah yeah boys you were right back in yeah probably yeah there's probably still some still still some bars uh some beers crawling around the uh room so you know (laughs) and then of course it was so nice that night that bruce mcdonough had uh vacated his room and he shared a room with rem and uh I guess it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. Rem decided to order some Panzerottis. And I'll always remember this. He ordered two of them. He ate one of them. And he put the other one in the top of his dresser drawer. And I said, Rem, what are you doing? He says, I don't want anybody else to find it. That's my breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Those are are the pizza rolls from Sergi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were there any uh, ice cream sandwiches in that uh, top drawer as well? We we told us about the ice cream sandwiches last time, Rem. <laughs> Is that what he told you? Yeah, yeah ice yeah. cream sandwich. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I just I just uh, witnessed him putting a, a pizza roll or a panzerato in the in the top drawer and just making sure that Brucey didn't find it in the morning. How do did you used Brucey to drive? Wasn't there. Howie, did you used to drive down yourself? Like, what car did you take down there? Well, I had the 1977 Chevette at first, and then it uh, decided that it uh, had to be put away. So then I had that 1973 uh, huge car, green, the big green thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, the big green yeah. Oldsmobile. LK, okay, so yeah, Royale. Yeah, okay, I'm not losing my mind because I remember we, could, we we drove that one year after the Formula One race. We went to Clarkson, and you you, you had tipped a few, but still felt you were in control. And, yeah, we, and we, went, we went down to Potsdam. So, <laughs> did we go to ditch to ditch, or we were no, we all right? You made it. You had some drunk clientele with you, including myself. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All is good. Yeah, lots of lots of fun down there, and uh, yeah, got Babe to thank for that for getting that scholarship and making me a making me a sort of a, an adopted member of Clarkson college, because there were a few guys that uh, went to school down there that actually thought I was attending (laughs) and wondered why I wasn't in class. (laughs) Yeah. Anyhow. That's great. So one of the other things, uh, obviously we talk about um, trips to to Clarkson, but one of the other trips that came up uh, when I was talking to the guys is it sounds like you guys took a trip down to McTeer. Uh, and maybe Donnie, I'll get you to cue this one up. Yeah, uh, McTeer was a was a great trip. So when we when we uh, and I, this is probably like I want to say the winter of eighty two, eighty three, maybe or something like that. Maybe eighty three, eighty four. But we had put together a, a ten men hockey team, right? And so we were playing um, played out of Westwood and whatever, and then. So, uh, kind of like along the lines of Dom day where we decided to have a tournament, we were like, man, we got to play in a tournament this year. Right. So we, we looked and, uh, and, uh, I think there back then it was like, I think people had like bulletins on the, on the, you know, on a board at Westwood or whatever tournaments. And, you know, so we found a tournament in Mac tier Ontario, right. Which I want to say is up. I think it was on 69, right? Like 69 yeah. in between Aurelia and Perry Sound, maybe something like that. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we 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 entered in this tournament and uh and uh we had a great crew. And I I 
I don't think it was our team that was playing in, in Westwood. Mo- mostly it was, but we added a couple of guys. Like I remember Dicker played. And I think Bugs, uh, didn't Bugsy play? Uh, didn't Bugsy play or just coach? I think he coached. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I went, but, I don't know if I played or not. I was there. I, I wouldn't have gone if I hadn't have played. I think you played. Yeah. yeah I, I was, think you played. I was excellent. And yeah. <laughs> so we had, we had church league. We had Al, <laughs> we had, we had Al, we had Sid, we had Gordy. We had, uh, I think, uh, I don't think Westy was our goalie. I think it was Woodford. I would. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. It was Woodford. Right? Yeah. Probably then, Billy uh, Pino, Jed. Yeah. And, uh, and we get up to this tournament, Mac tier, and uh, Friday night game, right? So we're racing up there after after work or whatever, and we get up and we got I don't know we got like a seven o'clock game or something like that. And we so we check into this hotel which we just found, you know, somehow found in a I don't know how we found it actually, probably from the, the tournament gave us the reference or whatever. But it was some dump on the side of the road right on I the side. I think it's of, still there, Donnie. I is do. it really? I still believe it's on that yeah on that run up to uh, up there. Yep. What's the name of it? Do you know? shithole motel yeah i i mean it was you know whatever it was par for the course back in the day and uh i think i don't think we checked in i think we went right to the rink right and we're and so we're we're getting ready we're getting dressed or whatever and howie you were coaching right weren't yeah. you yeah, yeah you were coaching us yeah. and coaching yeah. right and uh yeah so we, get, we get out there we're playing this team called stelco i'll never forget the stelco hawks right <laughs> And we get out there and we're, and, uh, it might've been the first shift or whatever. I mean, I, so I, I crossed over the, the center line and I let like a dump in shot and it went in. Right. And, and so we're up one, nothing and we're high fiving and we're like, you know, I mean, this is great. We're at a tournament, you know, or, you know, the guy we're going back to the bench, we're jumping all over each other. It's, you know, it's fucking great. Right. We're having a great time. Right. And then, they just poured it on and we, we had no business being out on the ice against that team. Right. Like, I, I don't know what the final score was, but it was like 12 to one or something. Yeah. It was a shellacking. Yeah. yeah it was bad. Yeah. And I'll never forget that we were in, they, they, they scraped the ice in between the second and third. I mean, never forget. We're sitting in the locker room and Sid, Sid goes up to the door, opens the door and peeks out and then comes back and slams the door. And he says, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not flooding the ice. They're changing the mesh. <laughs> <laughs> and so but anyhow we we lost you know whatever it was it might have been 14 to 1 it was bad and then they had a beer hall upstairs remember howie and so we yeah. went upstairs to the beer hall and we started drinking beers or whatever and, and these guys were great guys and we we're talking with them we're saying and we're telling them yeah fuck we thought we had you right we we opened up our first shift and we, we got that first one and these guys are looking at us like what the hell yeah, you know, like they they were they were like a serious men's league team, and we were not right by any stretch of the imagination. And so we well, we had a great old time, and you know, we 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 had a lot of beers. I mean, we consumed a lot of beverages, and it wasn't that far from the rink to the hotel. I remember that. And then we went back to the hotel, and we had stocked up, uh, maybe on the way or maybe beforehand. But we came into the hotel, and uh, I think I want to say we ended up in my room. And we, you know, we loaded up the bathtub with the beers and got the ice. And, you know, I mean, it was just, just, just a total. Beverage. It was like 11 o'clock or something. They were yeah. 1130 when we got back really late. Yeah. And so, and we've got a great lineup of guys there. I mean, it's just all world, right? Like we got, we got, we got a who's who of, you know, 
And, you know, I think Babe was out earning his keep at, at Clarkson or maybe even, maybe even Babe, that was your first year uh, a pro or whatever. I, I don't know, but. Um, so I was so jealous of you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He almost, he almost quit. You know, when yeah. he heard about all this. So I think we he, was in a, he was in a Marriott somewhere and we were in a fucking motel. Right. Yeah, we were in LA that weekend. I was so pissed <laughs> off. Couldn't be yeah. with you guys. Hey, all I can say, babe, is thank God we didn't have cell phones back then because you oh. would have been getting a barrage of whatever kind of picture. So we're all in my room and you got a picture that like there's 15, maybe more guys, right? Because how you and Bugsy were coaching and we had a, we had a full yeah. squad and we're, we're in the room and we're just burying beverages left and right. Right. And then I don't, I don't know what happened, but the typical 10 men style, we started barking at each other. Right. Just about whatever, you know, you suck, you did this, you, whatever, you know, this and that, whatever. So Howie got pissed off. Right. And, and he was the coach. Right. And so he started telling us like what we got to do. All right. So guys, you know, Tomorrow we got to do this. I don't. I don't know what it was. You know, we got a four check. We got a back check. We, you know, we got to do this. And you know, we got to get a rigger. Right. <laughs> yeah. We got to get a new team. <laughs> yeah. But so just out of the blue, all of a sudden, I'm like, Howie, shut the fuck up. Just get on the latch. Right. So that's what we said. To just get. Just get on the latch. Was the guy working the door? Right. So. And and I think Howie had had a lot of juice. And he, he yeah. was, he got ticked off, right? Cote? Oh, yeah. Lord jumped yeah. in that Chevette. Or, yeah. or, that's what it was. A Chevette, right? Actually, I don't know that I drove. Yeah. You got in your car and fucking peeled out of that circular driveway and went the, the wrong I way. I was walking. Down, I thought I was walking down highway 69. No, no. You jumped in your car and you're like, I'm out of here. I'm heading home. And you went North. <laughs> we're, like, he'll be, we're like, he'll be back. He'll be back. Oh, we Very sent we sent somebody after him. I don't know who it was. It wasn't you, Cody, and it wasn't no, me. Drugs no. <laughs> he tried. Anyway, to I, think, I, I think the trigger comment was Alma Cray said to me, "If you don't like it, get the fuck out." <laughs> that sounds right. That, that sounds cool. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, say, and I took it serious. But can I, you leave your empties? Yeah, like we, <laughs> we we sent somebody out after him, and yeah. I don't know who it was, but and Howie, you may be right. You might have been walking. Uh, I think I I don't yeah. I think I drove there, but I think I was walking because right. I was too drunk to drive. Yeah, because whoever our scout was came back and said he he went north. He's heading to Gravenhurst or wherever the hell was up yeah. there, and and yeah. then and then we were like, well, <laughs> just go out and wait for him. He'll be back. Yeah. So, and then, <laughs> And then sure enough, and it was cold. Oh, I mean, that yeah, was, it was like, yeah, it was brutal. We right? were February or something, right? It was stupid yeah. time of year. So that's my Mac tier yeah. story. But that, that was yeah. also, I mean, that, I think that was also the, where, uh, where Danny Philman got the nickname Tuesday, I think, because he had those uh, black gloves, black gloves on. Remember, he was up crawling in the corner of the room trying to get out. I, I don't know what the <laughs> hell he was doing. <laughs> Typical Tuesday, right? <laughs> Did we go, did we play, did we stay both nights? Like we got shut. We never made any playoff round or anything, right? No. Did we, would we have stayed the second night? How yeah. do you remember? Yeah. Cause I remember yeah, going yeah. To the beer hall again. We went to the beer hall oh, again yeah. the next yeah. night. Yeah. Got our money's worth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but it was just the classic, like how he, how he was, how he was, and babe, you can attest to this. 
Howie was always, you know, like a lot of the guys, he was wired to win, right? Like yep. whether it was baseball or whether it was hockey or whatever, he was wired to win. And he was a coach, right? I mean, he was a coach. So he was put in the wrong, wrong situation. <laughs> With the I mean, wrong he was, team. Yeah, I was going to say, Howie, was that the last time you coached these well, guys? Yeah, yeah. I think it was the last time they played together, too, as far as that particular group. It was a one-and-done deal. Yeah, yeah, that was our one-and-only yeah. tournament. And I remember <laughs> another thing, and Howie, you may have some more color on this, but I remember during the game, there at some point, there was a there was a point where Ed Dicker took a penalty, right? And he went, he went over to the penalty box, and he slammed the stick on the boards and snapped it in half, right? I remember that. Remember that, Yeah, yeah and, I do. And, and he's sitting in the penalty box. He's got a, a stick literally broken half. And a kid came up. Remember, a kid came up to him and, and said, can I, have your, can I have your stick? And Dicker turned to him and gave him a four-letter serenade. Oh, that was our one and only tournament. But we had a ball. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. We had a fun. Great time. Yeah. Even though I got ticked, it was still fun. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even remember it the next day. Nothing. You yeah. were we yeah. you were back on the latch. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys. So we queued it up at the beginning of the show. Um, so we wanted to talk today uh about something that I've I've heard a lot about. I think I know kind of what occurred. Um, but I think you know there's there's a lot left to be aired, and I think this podcast is the perfect spot for us to address it. Uh, Black Sunday. So we've got Babe on the line, obviously. He's got a vested interest as he represented the Hotel 19 uh, in, in Black Sunday. And, and Howie Rennick was a member of, of the boys. Um, of course, you know, Bobby, uh, you know, had no comment. So we're going to let Howie comment on behalf of him. But Babe, I'm going to let you have the first word on, on Black Sunday. Yeah, and you have to remember uh, Paul Coates, superstar bastard, was also on Hotel 19 that year. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. one of the and best it players was, in the yeah. tournament. Yeah. You were. You were one of the best players <laughs> You in the sound tournament. very surprised by that, Cote. This is yeah. one of the biggest moments in Dom Day history, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, maybe I was there. Yeah, he was one of the best players <laughs> in the tournament four years before, but not that year. <laughs> oh, don't go so, there, dickhead. Well, and here it is. Like, it's during... This, I will start during the game. We're playing, we're against, you know, the boys. And it's a Se- semifinal. Is that correct? Is that what we were? It was yeah. just a semifinal. Semifinal, a yeah. tremendous game. And we were without our, our first round choice, uh, Board Sharp Floyd, who we had drafted because he had a tremendous year the year before. And he forgot that it was on uh, July 1st. Yeah, so that can happen to a lot of people on a Dominion yeah. Day tournament, forgetting that it's it's uh, July first. you got something to add? Well, I just the one thing on that is, you know, a lot of guys get sort of lose focus on the dates. So one of one of our one of our a guy we've talked about a lot already, Sid, when he decided to get married, he he booked his wedding on Dom Day. And, and so this is, this is earlier, but he, you know, so Sid comes to everybody, he says, I'm getting married. I mean, when is it? July 1st. Sid, we got Dom day. We can't, we can't go to your wedding. <laughs> so, so he ended up, he had to change his wedding, which is uh, 
soon to be wife and then ex student eventual ex wife yeah. <laughs> wasn't very happy with. But yeah, that's Marianne for living with him. Yeah, that's a bit like uh, a bit like Steve Reese. Steve Reese used to live up the road from from my parents' old place, and and that used to be the joke. Uh, hey, hey, Steve, when are you uh, are you going to come to Dom Day this year? And yeah, sure, why not? When is it? And uh, yeah, he, he was always uh, funny. Grecian. Yeah. yeah, and for those people listening, it's Grecian. Steve Grecian. Is Grecian. Yeah, Grecian. Steve, yeah. Steve is like yeah. Steve Rennick. We're not yeah. sure who Steve. Is. Yeah, who the hell is he? Yeah. Too many Steves. That's why. Now, Donnie, so, is that correct? You were doing the broadcast that game, correct? Were you guys? Were you in the doing the broadcast? Well, we did that? the we did the final. I don't know that we were doing the semifinal. No, because I, I, we did because that's how we we under, knew the count, right, baby? Oh, that's right. Well, they yeah. taped the game. I don't know yeah. if you were commentating on it, but you taped the game. And so during the game, you know, things are going on. And, and so we get down to the, I think it's a final inning and we believe we're winning. And so bear comes, he goes, no, you guys were, what's the score? And, you know, we're going back and forth. And my dad came up and he said, you're winning. You guys have had so-and-so and so-and-so cross the plate. And then George Gallagher came up. And he said, you guys are winning. You've had so-and-so and so-and-so cross the plate. So I gathered the team together. And unfortunately, one of the guys who had crossed the plate was Cote. And so we gathered all the guys together. So, okay, who has crossed the plate? And Cote goes, yesterday or today? <laughs> I, said, I, today. I said, today. I said, in this game. And he goes, uh, you know what? Uh, and he was like, well, I don't know if I did or not. He had no idea. He had no clue. <laughs> he was so fucking gunned. <laughs> and that was when he had two bulbs too. So he, you know, he could see two beer coming at him at, at the same time. So we came back and you know what? We decided that, you know, bear was up and which he wasn't. And so they ended up winning the game. They end up going the next day and winning the tournament uh, they shellacked whoever they were playing. I forgot who they, who they were playing, but well, we'll talk uh, about that team a little later. Yeah. So then we got to the party uh, the next night after they had won, and they were replaying the game because it, I think they just had the camera on home plate, and they were just taping it. And all of a sudden, you could count how many guys <laughs> had passed, and so. Then you see a guy with a bottle of beer and a, and he's walking, he's running down. He touches home plate and it's Paul Coates. Uh, Cote, for those fans who don't know his real name. Uh, so it was, uh, so we counted them and, and we won. And we actually won. And that was a tremendous black mark. That's why I have a black t-shirt on today uh, for Black Sunday. And the tremendous disgrace it brought to you know, the Dom Day classic, which, you know, we have forgiven. My mom has still not forgiven, but. Yeah. Marg was going to go to DNJs and buy a gun. Remember they carried a rifle and a shotgun, one style of each. And she was <laughs> on her way up to the Heights to yeah. buy a gun to go kill Bobby. Yeah. The problem is she couldn't decide on which to get. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so if I can just pop in here, just, uh, was this before we used scorebooks? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You see, use the back of a, case, just, a Molson export yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah. Just ticked off every run that scored, right? And yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, at least no official score or anything. Nicole, like the Wolf, coaches, Nicole the Wolf couldn't do it when she was two years old. She couldn't learn how to work a fucking scorebook. <laughs> yeah. no, no, she knew how to work it. We just didn't allow her to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Useless. But the thing about that is, like, babe, like, Bobby, so Bobby must have had some support. Oh, he did. In, like the, In the arguments, right? Like, well, like, that, and that's I what say, it, I want to say it was his best friend, Pete Delmazzi, who I believe he was backing him. He will deny all this now because that's not on the video. Those two used to wipe was, each other's asses at the dumper. Yeah, and I think we'll probably have to cut that too as well. <laughs> really did. <laughs> I'd like to get a hold of that tape and play it again. That's what I'd like to do. Probably oh. still in the VHS camera. At Huffy's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Huffy's mom's. You should okay, ask so Huffy. I, I bet you Huffy yes. has the thing. So I got to ask Howie. Howie, you're an honest man. I mean, you've served as umpire in chief at a few Dom days. Obviously, that comes with a level of, of respect. Do you remember your side of the view? Like, were you one of the guys saying, yeah, we're up? Or, or do you recall where you, where you landed well, on this? Actually, we never, as players on his team, we never really concerned ourselves with that. That was, you know, that was his argument to, to make how oh, many runs we oh. scored. Oh, what? The you know, he just, <laughs> asked, he just asked us if we crossed the point. Did he wipe but, his ass too? No, no, I, I can guarantee you that never happened. <laughs> no, Don't no. the company line, uh, eh, Howie? No. Yeah. no, but seriously, seriously, I... I didn't realize uh, really that there was a controversy until yeah. after the game was over until after the game was over. Then, then there was chirping going on. And I realized that, uh, yeah, maybe indeed we had lost. Yeah. And, and truly, you know, I didn't know because we weren't, you know, you weren't keeping track of who was coming across and how many, you know, you thought somebody was, but uh, obviously George Gallagher and my dad were. Uh, yeah. But- yeah. But in the end, I go, we didn't know. And as I said, our guys were well-juiced and well-oiled. And so people were, you couldn't remember this game, last game, whatever. Um, that's the way it was. And, where, and I think a, where was the party? Was it was that at Bobby's? No, it was, uh, oh, it was uh, out in Mississauga. Or was it Woodford's house? Woodford's, yeah. Yeah, Woodford's house. Oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah, he, he actually had a TV and a VCR, which was rare back in the day. Yeah. But I just I just know that uh, as a player, we really didn't keep, you know, keep the score. And I think that incident led us to get a scorekeeper for every single game that we actually did finally agree that we have to get keep keep score of every game because uh you know somebody won that did shouldn't have won yeah after you after you guys got the championship trophies and the awards or whatever it was then you decided let's keep fucking score (laughs) yeah let's let's be fair about it and that's it was next year when nicole turned three yeah we said she could keep score right never had any issues since what a fiasco they waited until she was out of diapers well, it's like that, isn't there something? The umpire was the one that was supposed to keep be keeping the official score. Right? Who was that? Was that Brian Broadhurst? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> well, Mitt, 
It says here, uh, uh, miscounted score by umpire Mitch. Oh, that, so that's it. He's Mitch? a scapegoat. He's a scapegoat, Howie. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what happens. He's no longer when, around. Yeah. 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 Well, so know. who is Mitch? Brian Mitchell. Yeah. Brian Mitchell. Yeah. Who was a top round draft point choice that he enjoyed a few beverages in his day, too. Yeah. Took a so, ball off the noggin, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Almost, oh. Bleeding like a yeah. stuck pig. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't yeah, seen so, him show up in a few years. So anyhow, no. can, can we put this thing to bed forever? No, we can't, Donnie. Or... We never will. <laughs> Although I've let it go. I've let it go yeah. personally. Yeah. So, babe, I have to ask the whole the whole Mrs. P uh, Bobby Brant rivalry. Is this where it started, or did it start before this? Well, I think it probably just sort of blew up at that point. I don't think she was a big fan of Bear. Uh, chirping people, especially her own sons. Uh, but you know what? I mean, it, it, it was what it was. That's what Bear did. That's what Bear style was. Uh, yeah. but when he cheated in counting, then that was the end for Miss. Yeah, she said, No, I don't, I do not like that man. <laughs> yeah, the wrath, the wrath was no official. Yeah, yeah. it was official, <laughs> and you could feel it. Yeah, yeah, so our. Go ahead, Howie. I'm sorry. No, you're the host. You you carry the. No, go ahead, Howie. I just have a couple of of interesting things. I've listened to every uh, episode that's been aired so far, and uh, I just like to tell a couple stories of uh, to clear the record on a few things. Uh, one thing is that we once upon a time had a scoreboard, and uh, after the tournament was over, it was put in. Uh, my parents' garage. And uh, I haven't told this to anyone, and this is the first time anyone's going to hear this. But um, one year I was in the garage, and I'm looking up at uh, the rafters, and uh, my dad had put a floor in the rafters to make a, an attic or like a storage loft in the attic of the garage. And I look up, and uh, the board said Dom Day. <laughs> that's, that son of a bitch. So, 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 so I asked Lyle about it, and he said, "Oh, he said, well, I thought that was just a clear piece of plywood you guys were leaving me because when we had put it in the garage, we put the the uh, logo side against the wall, so he just saw a plain piece of uh, plywood." So he decided to use it as his floor in the uh, the garage, and uh, so, anyways, that's where one of the scoreboards <laughs> ended up going. So, oh, but Howie, in, in Lyle's defense, he was always looking to reuse something. He was sort of the earlier version of David Suzuki, I believe. <laughs> Just want to keep reusing stuff and reusing stuff. So we can't, we really can't fault Lyle. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he did reuse a couple of things that came into our benefit, too. Uh, one was uh, instead of having to use a sledgehammer to hammer in the posts for the uh, the uh, the fence every year, he made a pile driver for us to use to, to pile drive the, uh, the fence posts in. The machine so, shop over at work, eh, Howie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's a pretty good welder, so, you yeah. know. Yep. And then... Uh, the second tale I have to tell is uh, I feel kind of 
guilty about Wendy Coates sort of taking all the the esteem about uh, you know Blender Wendy and you know the uh, the uh, the Blender Party. The first year the Blender Party took place. Well, I got into those ice cream drinks and uh, I had about eight of them. And uh, I remember that I well I don't remember, but apparently I passed out at a just behind second base. And a few of uh, my local friends actually carried me over to my house and put me on the veranda and knocked on the door. <laughs> and my old man opens the door and he looks down at me and just started laughing, shaking his head. <laughs> you stupid fool. <laughs> but Howie, in so, your defense, in your defense, Howie, you were deprived of ice cream as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> And and just yes, and just the just the sight of Dink and Fergie dipping their hands into that ice cream, you know, oh, and geez. scooping a mound of it, and it just it was too much. We we understand. And then breaking up the pineapple, yeah, and not taking the outside layer off. My yeah, yeah. And so no. explain to me again why we need these vaccines if we've already <laughs> had. Yeah, it, stuff. yeah. <laughs> yeah, two doses of Moderna or one blender drink at the blend would be good. Uh, that's hilarious, got my, guys. Got my second shot on Saturday, just so. Yep. Good. My boy, how do? Good to hear, Howie. Yeah. Good to hear. So, back to back to uh, back to Dom Day. Uh, that Dom Day with Black Sunday. So I know a lot of controversy on that, um, but I was reading and and. You know, for me personally, you know, as we talk about this Dom Day, um, I do have to bring up in 1984 uh, mm. was a, a maybe one of the few significant moments within the the size family at Dom Day. Um, it was the year the Sycom Sox made it to the final, and I was reading uh, the program, and it, the program pretty much had the line: "The Sycom Sox stun onlookers by making it to the final with one of the worst teams in Dom Day history." which I'll be honest, none of that surprises me. Um, and I, I looked at the, the lineup that it had in there. It had senior Coates at first, my dad at second, Dennis Brandt at shortstop, and Kenny Marook at third. Do you guys have any comments on that, that team? Well, I think the program's right. <laughs> that was a, that's, a, that's the worst fucking lineup ever for any team. My God. And that's why we were salivating at the hotel, you know, with, with still missing our first round choice to, to beat the boys, to get in there. No wonder bear cheated so hard to win. <laughs> Dennis, Brandt, Dennis Brandt was a bad athlete. There, there yeah. were definitely a few bad athletes. I look at that roster and most of them are catchers now in Dom day. What's wrong well, with that? What's wrong with the catcher? Well, Dennis, Dennis Brandt, had, Dennis Brandt had his moments. He had his moments, Coke. Dennis, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you get into then, that wild turkey. <laughs> yeah, and then Kenny and Senior never got along, so they probably put one at first and one at third just to keep them apart. Yeah, you well, know, they, Kenny was they, fearless though. And then Roscoe, was pretty fearless. Roscoe, Roscoe played. I think Roscoe played like fifteen years for Beasley's. And we used to play him a lot at first until we 
gave up on that. <laughs> well, why is that? Yeah, this is this is. It's gonna say. But, uh, I don't think we yeah. ever took a stab at second with that. No, that I'm, you, I'm you know starting what, to put some things together, guys. Yeah, I always found when a guy closes his glove before the ball gets there, he shouldn't be a first baseman. That's just my view. Yeah, I was I was going to say it took my dad 18 years, I think, to win a Don Day title, and he played 15 years for the Beasleys. <laughs> I think this makes a whole lot of sense now, Donnie. Hey, easy, Justin. <laughs> easy. <laughs> but he's, the reason why <laughs> he, he, he's going to the Beasleys Hall of Fame next year, not the Dom Day Hall of Fame, but the Beasleys Hall of Fame. Beasleys Hall of Fame, fair <laughs> enough. He'll be yeah. he'll he'll be honored by that. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll guarantee you that much. Donnie, be one of his greatest athletic uh, accomplishments. <laughs> Donnie is a ceremony at McDonald's where <laughs> yes. the original spot was, and where you spotted Beasleys. That'd be great. Oh, I love Roscoe. No. He's an all-time uh, Beasleys. I, you know, I had to, you know, personally, I, I, you know, asked the question. So I had to bring up the Saikum socks, obviously. And, and one of the, the things I'm sure all you guys sitting around your, your dinner tables have your own things that you, you know, whether you chirp your father on or, or you chirp your son on and, you know, having Howie on the phone today, he, uh, you know, he helped me prevent what was the big talking point at the Dom Day um, or at the size family, uh, dinner table. And that used to be, you know, whenever my, you know, I was getting a little cocky about Dom day, my dad used to say, well, one day, maybe you'll take your Dom day team to the finals in the first year they play. And, uh, how he knows we won up them and, and won in our first year. So now whenever he brings that up, I get to wag my finger and say, uh, in his face and say, not in this house, Roscoe. So uh, <laughs> kind of comes full circle, uh, having Howie on this episode. So one Sorry, of the, uh, yeah. <laughs> so one of the last stories that we wanted to talk about, and this was brought up by, um, brought up by Donnie. And, and I think, you know, a few of us on this phone, have gotten a ride home from Howie uh, after one of the Dom Day events. Uh, he has definitely been one of our, our designated drivers over the last few years, which is pretty funny considering we opened with that that Potsdam story where where he got a ride home uh, after passing out on a on a bridge. But Donnie, why don't you tell us what it's like to get a Rexdale tour from Howie? Well, th- this was a an impromptu thing that happened, I, and I believe it happened after the one of the sing-alongs. So it was like a Saturday night thing. And, uh, you know, we, we come to the point where we're just, we're standing around the field and, uh, I know babe and I were there and we're like, okay, well, how are we going to get home? And I think we were staying at the same hotel that year. And, uh, and then, uh, and, uh, Evan was up too. I don't know if it might've been Evan's rookie year or, or even before that. I think it was before that he, you know what, but he was so unfamiliar with Rexdale yeah. and the legacy of Rexdale and the historic sites in Rexdale <laughs> that we felt it was necessary for yeah. him to see Rexdale in its true form. Right. Yeah. So, so how he's, how, how he's like, you know, Hey, you guys want to ride home? We're like, yeah, okay, great. So, so uh, I think babe, I think babe and Evan were in the back seat. And I think I was in the in the passenger seat, and how he's going to take us back to the Holiday Inn, and I don't even know how we got going, but uh, probably me. I probably said, "Well, Howie, how about a little tour? You know, some of the sites, because Evan, Evan in particular, heard all the stories, you know, all the things about gooning, all the you know, all the stuff, and and then so how he took off driving, you know, completely sober, and uh, 
couple of us uh, had had a couple couple of drinks and we were and we just went and uh i don't know where the first stop was i i, I don't know i don't know where we went um but we, we ended up driving around rexdale go ahead babe yeah i think it, i think the first stop was mr donut which is now something else i don't know what it was called but you know, we, now. Yeah, is it pizzaville and we stopped yeah. there and you know we told evan the stories of you know uh the world tag team you know <laughs> Yeah. association or whatever we called it uh and, and and then it just went from there yeah and it was like same and we went heather brace and benedicts and then yeah uh, i think i well after mr donut i think we went to rivercrest and they said you know this is where we used to meet this is where we would sit here we'd split up and then we'd do the wttcdas and then we went to i remember we went to sunnydale we drove by sunnydale and yeah. uh you know, because I had told Evan all about Sunnydale and stuff, but I, I didn't tell him about the, <laughs> the night we went there in the, in the gooning era. We, uh, so Case and I, one night, I know Case and I, I don't know who else was there, but we had drove around freaking Rexdale and picked up every piece of furniture we could find. And we actually went to the Sunnydale parking lot and we set up a living room, an entire living room in the Sunnydale parking lot. So literally, like we had a couch, a love seat, a rocking chair. We had two end tables. We had lamps. We had, we had everything because it was a trash night. People were leaving shit out, and then so we're doing this, yeah. Babe. And case case was always good at decorating. Yes, really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I we I remember we went by the Skyline Men's Room. We cranked out a couple of stories there. And I asked Evan, you know, prior to the show, I said, what do you remember about oh. that, that night? He said, I remember a tunnel. And I, I said, a tunnel? What, what do you mean a tunnel? So I don't know if that was on the 409. We might have we might have ended up on the 409 and showed him where we had the yeah, well, road, road hockey. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. We did. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it was like, and he was whatever he was, 15 or 14 or whatever. And he was just, I mean, we all of us were just dying. It was just, it was great. He should have been, been memory really driving. Yeah. yeah. Well, we went by 25 Hollow where you used to live down yeah. there. Yeah. And went, you know, obviously 25 Barhead where yeah. we lived. And and then I remember going down to Pine Point too. And then we went to the lower box, which yes. is now, which the box is no longer there. So that was interesting too. And Rexdale Park, I think. Rexdale Park. Yeah. yeah. Park. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah, we, the, we talked the, about the, the, uh, scene, the scene of the biggest crime in Dom Day history. Right. <laughs> bringing those bringing bleachers up Clearbrook. They're really heavy, Howard. <laughs> oh, God. Which, which I just found out, I believe Trish Hawkins, you know, who we started the show with, uh, also um, managed to misstep on the bleachers and maybe tumble off of them as well. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Nice segue, Howie. I don't think Trish just, babe, the more I think about it, I don't think she just tagged along. I think she was a leader in this whole thing. Like when you look back on it, right? Like she was involved in a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. And she was, you know what? I mean, you look at, you know, coolers and you look at the names on them. And I remember her name being on a cooler, Trish. It was a, <laughs> in big print. So yeah, she was a leader, Donnie. Yeah. Hopefully my family's not listening because they're anti, you know, McDonald's and eating Big Macs. But I believe we ended the tour at McDonald's yeah. and driving through and grabbing maybe some food. 
Yeah. Which I didn't participate in myself, but yeah, I'm sure other people did. Yeah. And we, well, we, we went in hoping Ronnie McSpadgen was still working. Uh, we get some previews, but, but it <laughs> <Yeah>. wasn't. <laughs> Turn, it wasn't. Turns out it wasn't his shift. Donnie. No. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, that was, that was, I mean, I, I think it was an hour, an hour and a half. I mean, it was just, it was hilarious, you know, just good, good, good memories. So all I can say is if Chubby's would have been open, we would have been going there instead of McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we did, I remember we drove by Chubby's and we went in and we showed him where Chubby's was and where the red barn was. And I mean, yeah, yeah, that's right. The red barn. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Rex there, right. Bolorama. Yeah, all righty guys Rama. oh and the fire fire pit, pit. Anna, yeah the fire pit, fire pit yeah. where Anna and the steak queen steak yeah, queen steak queen the fire yeah. pit where Anna ordered a cheeseburger and a cognac that was the first time they ever had that combo <laughs> they had to put a new a, they had to put a new number on their cash <laughs> yeah, register i was gonna say is that yeah. a meal deal yeah, yeah. Oh, it was number yeah. 171 yeah. what a new combo what Anna didn't know was that in the cognac bottle was 1800 fruit flies because nobody ever went in there and got a cognac. <laughs> that, was, that was the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. All righty, guys. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, so I'm just going to wrap it up with some final thoughts. Howie, I'm going to go to you first. Do you have any final thoughts, whether it be about some of the stuff we talked about or just Dom Day in general? <sighs> Dom Day is just a part of everyone's life that is here and uh, is probably listening to this show. And I just can't wait until we can get back out there and uh, participate in it all again. That's, you know, and I wish everyone health and happiness and uh, let's get that tradition going again. Awesome. And Howie, maybe a bit of a a spoiler. Do we think the Hawks are going to be flying again in Dom Day 43? Yeah, well, we'll uh, we'll see if the invitation is there, Justin. <laughs> yeah, you you, if, you can uh, you, yeah. you can bet it is. Definitely interested, that's for sure. Yeah. So let's let's make it official, guys. I think the Howie's Hawks are going to be back for Dom Day forty three. Well, just the so, Hawks. They can't be called oh, Howie's Hawks. Oh yeah, the Hawks will be back for forty three. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever it may be. Yeah, there's a process that we have to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the guy and everything, but what are you coming up, Don? I'll take you out for a couple. Okay, that's the process. <laughs> Fair enough. Alrighty, Cote, do you got some final thoughts for us? Ah, uh, how he's a nice guy. It's good to see him. <laughs> oh, that was a you're lot. pretty good. You're a pretty good guy too, Cote. How <laughs> great to see you. I look forward to having a cocktail with you as soon as we're yes, able. Yes, sir. To. Yes, sir, buddy. Donnie, Donnie, final thoughts. Well, my my thought is when you know you look at Dom Day and it's a it's a it's a collection of characters, right? There's a there's a ton of characters at Dom Day that participate, either playing or on the sidelines or whatever. And to me, Howie's one of the all time Dom Day characters. I mean, when you when you think of Dom Day right back from the get go, you can you can picture Howie and I. I I think I said in one of the episodes where you, where you picture him when he started and you picture him now, it's like two completely different looking guys, but he's still, still the same jovial, you know, fun loving guy. And, and, and since the day he walked onto case field, 
he's been a uh, an icon in my in my opinion with Dom Day. So great to see you again. Thanks, Donnie. Yep. Great to see you, Donnie. Yep. Babe, final <laughs> thoughts. Oh, Howie's one of the greatest guys, and Howie and I met in uh, when we were four, and we were going through the uh, introduction of kindergarten, and you go and you you take the tour, and uh, Kevin Skeffington was in between Howie and I, and we were going through the library, and Kevin Skeffington said something to Howie or did something. Howie turned around and socked him right in the eye, <laughs> and I said, "I like that guy." Stephen Stephen Joseph Rennick, born January 9th, 1960. And I remember after I missed my first wedding anniversary, I said to Sherry, I go, well, Howie's birthday is January 9th, 1960. You know that. I couldn't remember my wedding anniversary, but I still remember how it was. But it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's so great because he's such a great guy and we've had so many great memories together and it's been so much yeah, fun yeah. and love, love the fact that he was on tonight. And I mean, we, we could have 10 episodes between us, how we on stuff we've done together, but yeah, it was, you know, just fun to, to have you here and so excited that hopefully you'll be playing again in Dom Bay. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, if I can never get this foot of mine back in shape, I can start getting walking and stuff again. Take it out of your I mouth. Gotta... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoken by somebody who knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never, never mind your foot. Stand up so we can see your belly. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends, Howard. It never oh, ends. It's oh, down inside. Looks, yeah. I love it. Yeah, Howard. he's down. The, the Rexdale <laughs> Ski Hill. Dizzy, you want to yeah. jump in here? I do. Godfather. How do? Yes, sir. The godfather of me. Thank you very much for coming on tonight. What an honor. It's great to see you. What an great honor. To see you. Great awesome. to see you. Awesome, guys. Love you. Love so you guys. Just, just some final Love thoughts. You, how do? Just some final thoughts for me, guys. I mean, no, without a doubt, Howie's a big part of my Dom Day story, I would say. Um, you know, I got to coach with him for, for seven years, and we had a ton of fun uh, coaching the coaching the snappers together going from a guy who I only knew as this guy Howie who I once saw do karaoke of the uh, hotel California at Remo's one year uh, to becoming a a good friend Um, so always great to see you and you know I asked these guys kind of at the end of the episode every time for some final words and and one of the things that you know they kind of say sometimes is what they've taken away from the podcast and and you know having guests on the last little bit, I would say, um, specifically, I mean, I talked to Pete and Min probably way too much for their liking. Um, but you know, when we had buff last week and, and then Howie this week, you kind of look and you go, when, when's the last time I've talked to this guy? Um, and, and Howie is a good friend. We, you know, it's probably been a couple months, right? Like time, yeah, time yeah. flies. And with, with buff, it's probably been since, you know, uh, 2019 when we were at case field. And, you know, I, I if I take away anything from what we're doing on the podcast, I just say is, you know, guys uh, who are listening, pick up the phone. You know, what I mean, like uh, we've got a great group of friends and it's, it's fantastic to hear from these guys. Um, you know, it, as you know, as, as tough as it is right now and the uncertainty of when Dom day 43 is, I don't have any questions about what it'll be like when we get back, back to the field, just because of these conversations that we have every week. So um, looking forward to that guys. And uh yeah, those are just my final thoughts. So with that, guys, another great episode. 
we look forward to having you again next week. If you have any questions for our panel, please feel free to send us an email at info.domday at gmail.com. Again, that's info.domday at gmail.com. Thanks for coming. How do? Thanks, how, how do? do? Woo! Thank you, guys. Good night, Howie. 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 Once I said I want a shoe, I don't remember why. I often wonder if it's true that you could make me cry. All we know is long ago you said I love you too. But I got one solution that we're gonna start anew. How do you do? Mm-hmm. I thought why not, na 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 na, just me and you. And then we can, na 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 na, just like before. And you will say, na 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 na, please give me more. And you would think, na 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 na, hey, that's what I'm living for. How do you do? Uh-huh. I thought, why not, na 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 na, just me and you. And then we began, na 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 na, just like before. And you would say, na 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 na, please give me more. And you would think, na 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 na, hey, that's what I'm living for. Yeah.